This is Dubai Eye 103.8. In their shoes, your views on the biz news. And I want to say thank you both for coming in. We have Ryan Malik, who's 16. Hey. Hello, how are you doing? Good, thank you. And we also have Yusuf Zia, who's 17. Hello. Hi, thank you for having us. First of all, we are just very impressed. Yeah, and as Jeff mentioned, we weren't setting up businesses at your age. No. So um, it's amazing. And just to give people a bit of detail, you are the co-founders of Think Small, Think Smart. So tell us about Think Small and Think Smart. So Think Small, Think Smart is a company that both me and Yusuf founded. And its um, overall purpose is to provide students in the UAE with a chance to earn recognition Um, for their creativity and innovation. So this whole idea stemmed from over the summer. So over the summer, Yusuf and I both attended an entrepreneurship competition um, at Duke University, and we were very fortunate enough to win the competition. The competition was a three-week program where students from all around the world came. They learned entrepreneurship skills in the first week and a half, and in the second week and a half, they created a team, a product, and pitched it to a panel of judges. So we won that competition, and we came back to Dubai with this whole entrepreneurship buzz within us, and we wanted to start innovating and creating. Uh, So we looked at local competitions and there were none basically for us to enter. So then we decided we should enter an international competition. So then that's when I reached out to Yusuf. Yeah, so Ryan approached me and he was really passionate about his idea. He had won his competition at Duke University. And so both of us decided that it would be a great idea to enter a competition ourselves. But there were none in the region, as he mentioned. So we did some research online and we found one internationally called the Conrad Challenge. So for about two, two weeks, some month, we spent all our time planning our ideas, brainstorming, trying to, trying to come up with an idea for the Conrad Challenge. But then all of a sudden, one day Ryan came to me and he just said, why are we entering one internationally? Let's start one here so that everyone in the region can also enter a competition. Yes. I, so- I love this. I love this. Let's just go back a little bit. You um, both go to Dubai College. That's how you know each other. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Ryan, you were, first of all, looking for, for, for a competition. Then you bring Yusuf in. The two of you look for something, find something. How successful were you in that original um, competition? So the, so the original competition we entered was at Duke University yeah. in the summer, and we actually won that competition. And what was the idea? So we came up with an app called Pick Up Sports. So the whole idea with the app is that, like, in America, if you want to go play a game of basketball and you have, like, seven friends, you need two more people. And normally the games are, like, uneven unless it's, like, a five-on-five or, like, you can't have a four-versus-three game of basketball. So yeah. basically you go on the app and you say, I'm playing here at this location, and people who also have the app will be notified if they're in a certain radius of that location and they'll be able to join and there's also lots more that happen in the app like events and weekly tournaments amazing uh, so yeah i mean it's a good way to to be social as well as sort of keeping fit yeah. and did you get that to market yeah so basically the whole point of their thing was basically to improve your entrepreneurial skills right so it wasn't like a great we didn't really receive funding for it or anything it was just an idea and then we came to dubai and we wanted to make it a reality okay and, like by entering competitions here but there was literally no competitions for 11 to 18 year olds. Right. So then we were like, let's create our own competition. So we put that idea to the side. So you pivoted at that point. Yeah, we to, pivoted on that point. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Amazing. So, uh, sorry, I interrupted you, Ryan. You were gonna, you were gonna continue um, your story, but I just I wanted to make it really clear to people: you go to college, yeah. and this is something that you're doing outside of your schools. What, what um, are you studying at the moment? Are you doing um, GCEs? Are you doing IB program? We're both doing A level subjects. Okay. Yeah. And what's the dream after the A levels? Well, I personally want to go study philosophy or politics in university. Okay. And for me, I want to go study business somewhere. 
in America. And do you see you two continuing this entrepreneurship nature as you do those further education studies? Yeah, sure. I mean, we've done it right now in school, so there's no reason why we shouldn't continue it. And if it expands at the rate we're expecting and that we've seen already, um, yeah, then I think it'd be good. Well, guys, I think, that, I think this is great. I want you to tell me more about it. And certainly offline, I want to talk about how Virtue Zone can help you guys because I think this is a great initiative and we certainly would like to support you in, yep. in, in whatever way we can. So, um, but tell us, so what, what stage are you at now with, this, with, with your whole new pivot into this competition? Sure. So we basically set up our own entrepreneurship society in Dubai College. So I know your whole um, thing about the show is testing your business idea. So Yusuf will speak about that right now, but we had to test it to make sure there was enough demand within students to actually want to enter an entrepreneurship competition. So. Yeah, so when Ryan first approached me and said he wanted to start his own competition, I personally did not think that enough students would want to enter something like this. And I was a bit hesitant to go through with it because I was like, why don't we just enter in the Conrad Challenge internationally? You know, like we put all our time into that. But he really felt like he could create change here by starting a competition. So then we decided that the only way to truly figure out who was right was to test the waters a little bit. So we created a survey which we sent out to peers asking them if they would want to, if they would be interested in something like this how much they would be willing to pay to enter a competition like this small questions like that and then after getting those responses we decided as Ryan mentioned to start the Dubai Entrepreneurship Society in our school in the first lesson alone we had 40 kids come and every single student had an idea that they had been working on for months mm. but they just hadn't had the opportunity to pitch it anywhere or to gain any recognition for it and that was one of the most shocking things in the journey for me so they were all facing the same issues you guys were. They exactly. were thinking, I've got this great idea. There's no competition. There's no platform um, locally. What, the, what have Dubai College been like about this? Are they supportive? Um, so yeah, Dubai College has been supportive. So obviously that we're um, doing the grand finale at Dubai College um, in April. So they're providing us with the venue as well for it. And they've been very supportive in helping us and like, allowing us to do this alongside our A-levels by providing us with all the support we need. And will it, any of it count towards any of your coursework for any of your subjects or not? This is completely separate. No, it's just completely separate. It's just a passion me and Yusuf have. Like Yusuf loves to design, so he's all over the website. And I love to like speak to people, try to get sponsorships and all of that. So I mean, it's a good, good teamwork and yeah, it's something we're really interested in. I'm loving the teamwork. Yeah. You know, we've been discussing with Diala um, how important it is to have a great team. You two have very clearly defined roles. Um, I talk to people who have worked in businesses, companies all the time for years, <coughs> years and years together. And what you just did, I asked you a question, um, Ryan, about something. And you said Yusuf will answer that because he knows this, this and this about our business. And I just think it's brilliant. You, they, you have a very well thought out um, team and, and sort of roles in, in, in your team. I think it's very, very impressive. Thank you. Um, also impressed by your LinkedIn accounts, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Good for you. I haven't checked them out yet. So, so what's next? What, where do you go from here? So, um, so if we continue the story, so after the entrepreneurship society that we set up, we started developing a website. So we took about five to six weeks on that and we developed so many different websites. Yusuf is a perfectionist himself, so he wanted to make sure everything was perfect. And then um, we worked on that and we finally got the right website. Then we started reaching out to judges. We have some of the best entrepreneurs judging the competition. Okay. So we have like the CFO of Kareem, Ankur Shah. We have um, the founder of Aimina, Khaldun Tabaza. We have the founder of Mums World, um, Mona Ataya, and five more excellent entrepreneurs for round three. We also have um, six judges for round two, and we're providing our teams with mentors. So the whole wow. competition is three rounds. 
So the first round's an online submission. The second round is um, a pitch presentation to the round two judges. And then the third round on April 18th is gonna be a whole grand finale where we'll have press down and all these big entrepreneurs will be there to hear the idea. And can I ask, um, what what's the website? Uh, globalentrepreneurshipchallenge.com. Okay, and how many, you've closed applications now? No. Or they're so open? Applications okay. are open until the end of December. So December we're in round one, one right now. Is yes. that is that right? Yeah, so you application can, for round one, yeah. Yeah, okay. So what's the kind of application process? If someone's listening to this now and thinks, oh my word, my son or daughter, they would just love this. What what do they need to look at? What do they need to do in terms of getting involved and taking part? So what we really want to do is incentivize and make it easy for everyone who has an idea, who wants to innovate. We wanted to make it as easy as them for possible. So for round one, it's really just seven simple questions which they have to answer. One of them is a brief description of your product or service, maximum 150 words, really seven short questions that they have to answer, which they'll be then be judged on. And most of the submissions that are good and that Ryan and I feel like will make it to the grand finale will get through. But unfortunately, some of the ones that we feel and like the team of judges and mentors feel aren't that good, they'll get declined. But Ryan and I really, as we said, like our whole idea is to allow for as many students as possible to do this. So if they get declined, they can apply again as long as it's before the deadline with a different idea. Okay. Okay, so it's not like you you get the um it's not like you get the uh, the application process closes, then you let people know yes or no they can have multiple entries. Um let's just talk about it a little bit more in a bit more detail. So you have different categories, so there's education, technology, health and sports and environment. Nice website by the way. Thank you. Yusuf cool um so why was it important to look at these categories for you two um so the main reason we chose those specific four categories was for two reasons so one we looked at all the competitions in the world um that are hosted for entrepreneurship and they kind of had the similar um categories we want to keep it in line with everything but also we feel that students could come up with innovative solutions that solve issues within each of these categories. So if you look on the website, it's mentioned in each of these categories, some issues that could be solved, such as for the health um, section, it's like Mm. obesity. So we're trying to solve those and we feel that students can solve those. So not only are we trying to have students make profitable businesses, we're also looking for students to come up with innovative solutions to modern day problems. It's interesting, Jeff, because I'm having a look at the the website now and this statistic is um, frightening. But one of the reasons you have the categories, as you say, Ryan, is nearly 70% of the local male population under 30 here is obese. And you guys know that. Yeah, Yeah. you guys clearly have a connection with sort of, you know, the original idea about having the sports and and picking up the sports with Mm. the app and, and taking part. It's obviously quite a passion thing for you guys, too. It's not just a case of coming up with an idea. You're thinking about health and fitness and long term impact, um, which I just think is very insightful. Why? Why has that been something that's appealed to you? Um, so, I mean, growing up here, um, we have not really had that much of an opportunity to express our own creativity. Like, as I mentioned, we went overseas to do that. So like growing up here, we've grown up for over 10 years. We want to give back to Dubai in a way. So for the future students, we want to provide them with a platform to create change and innovate. So like we're doing a lot more things than just the competition. So like alongside the competition, we've teamed up with Crypto Labs, which is an incubator, and they're offering three free entrepreneurship workshops for all the participants. So they can basically learn about skills that aren't really taught in a classroom environment, such as financial evaluation, how to pitch your product, um, like branding and all that stuff. So we're trying to make and foster um, the development of young entrepreneurs and really create a community 
um, in Dubai. So we're doing all of that. And we don't want students to just create a product at the end of it and leave with some prize money. We've created like an entrepreneurship academy also in collaboration with Crypto wow. Labs. Which Yusuf that's really impressive, up. guys. So that's great that you, you, you want to leave a legacy yeah. beyond just the competition itself, which yeah. I think is, is a really good thing. With the competition, what is the end result? I mean, is, is there funding? Is there some, you know, backers that want to get behind these and take them to market? So I'll allow you to speak about the Entrepreneurship Academy and then I'll speak about the mentors after. Yeah, so essentially yeah. in terms of prizes, we've tried to really incentivize innovation. So our first place prize is 5,000 dirhams. And like we hope that if his team is really that passionate about their idea, they take this money and they invest it into making their idea into reality. But we feel like, I know that if Ryan and I were to win that competition today, we wouldn't know where to go if we won. So that's why we've teamed up with Crypto Labs, as Ryan mentioned. And another prize we're offering is an entrepreneurship bootcamp, courtesy of Crypto Labs. So essentially what this is, is it's eight to 12 sessions at Crypto Labs, which as Ryan mentioned is an incubator, where teams can go, they learn entrepreneurial skills, such as ideation, um, financial, like, financial analysis, getting your idea off the ground. Crypto Labs will put them in touch with investors and mentors and things like that. Each team will have their own mentor to guide them through. So really what we hope is that the top three teams that come out of this competition, at the end, their ideas do become a reality because that's what we want for them. We want them to be able to take their idea. And in addition to this, we've offered the three winning teams mentors. So we have mentors such as the founder of a company called Postpay and the founder of a company called Crowd. So each mentor will take one of the three winning teams during the process um, at Crypto Labs and they'll help them, give them advice on how to actually set up their company. As well as that, we have been in touch um, with the seed funding company. Well, it's a company that's going to help offer seed funding for the winning teams. Um, but that's still in discussion. We haven't um, finalized anything as of yet. Okay. Um, one of the things, guys, I was going to ask you about was the fact that you weren't sure how many people would want to take part. And it turns out a lot of your friends did. Um, and we were talking to all of our guests a little bit earlier. And they were saying... Um, you know, there's such an entrepreneurial mindset in young people now. Where does it come from? Um, I would say it comes from the desire that people have not really been given the opportunity to create. In the region here, it's like when, when we told our friends about this, they were like, how are you going to do that? They had a hundred questions for us, but they don't actually try and go out and create stuff. And I feel like that atmosphere of like, it's hard to do, you shouldn't do it, incentivizes young students here to actually try create their own products. And also the inspiration from abroad, like in America, when I went for that program, hundreds of students there were all looking to create their companies. Some had already created successful companies and that just inspired me. So I feel like, as um, we've mentioned lots of times, we want to basically build a community of young entrepreneurs because that will just inspire more people to create. And I think a community is really the best way to go about creating. I was curious, the name, Think Small, Think Smart. So just where did that come from, the, the think small bit? I was curious. Okay. Big smiles, by the way, for people who aren't <laughs> watching this on Facebook Live. Big smiles from both of you. So Yusuf, it looks like you're picking up the baton yeah, here. So yeah, so it's something we've been asked about a lot. Yeah. And I know my mom was really confused as well when we came up with the name. Because so, normally it's thick big, you know, right? Yeah, so, so. but Ryan and I both feel like a lot of the time what happens is when you think too big, you sort of lose sight of what you originally wanted. Yeah. And so... Which is what we were talking about mm, earlier. Yeah. You know, over planning, overthinking, um, exactly. You know, just, yeah. So I feel like even a lot of the ideas we have in our club, like people that are going to be entering, 
I personally feel like they're thinking very big, and I've told them like maybe tone it down a little bit, just because you have to start somewhere, and that's be the realistic. most important. Exactly, that's yeah. the most important thing is taking that first step slowly. You can't be Netflix overnight. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, you have to start somewhere, and so we got to think small from thinking small. I like it, but so it's sort of like think small, but think smart. Yeah. So still be smart about what you're doing. Yeah. No, you, you know, you're basically saying be realistic get something happening and, and then you can grow it, which is exactly what we were talking about. Yeah, and yes. something me and Yusuf had to apply to ourselves as students. We couldn't, we didn't have the opportunity to do whatever we wanted to do and create whatever we wanted to create. So we wanted to create something, but we realized that we had to start small and then scale it up after that once we had traction, once people were interested in it. But as students um, in this region, it is hard to come out with a massive big idea and try to get going with it. And then, yeah, so that's kind of where it came from. And how did you get all of your partners on board? So the mentors, um, the academy, the judges. How did that happen? So um, there's a few ways. So one, we had we have our own mentor, Peter, who's the founder and CEO of Hale Education, and he's helped us by putting us into contact with members in the entrepreneurship organization. Um, as well as that, um, both our parents have helped us with their connections. But it was also growing our own marketing by marketing ourselves. And many entrepreneurs in the region have really been interested by this initiative. We've created our own LinkedIn pages, as you mentioned earlier, and that um, and like by posting on there. And we've reached out to lots of people, and they've all been interested in our idea. And then obviously, not everyone's come back and said we want to partner with you, we want to sponsor your event. But some companies and organisations have been really interested and like really believe that there's a future in this event. Because we want to take this global. That's why it's called the Global Entrepreneurship Challenge. So, yeah. So thinking small, starting the idea small and smart, but then thinking the scalability here in the, in this idea, if this competition takes off, there's no reason why you can't launch it in lots of other places. Yeah, exactly. So ideally what we want to do with our company is we don't want to limit it to just entrepreneurship in Dubai. We want to cater to every niche and give every single student an opportunity. So we're already in discussions for starting a new competition, possibly architecture. Okay. And then, but we don't want to stop there. We want to start competitions in graphical designing, poetry, creative writing, mathematics. Like we really want every student to be able to feel like they have the opportunity to express themselves and to show their talent. And then we also don't want to stop in Dubai only. So we've already started reaching out to people in other countries such as Saudi, Bahrain, Kuwait, and even Finland because so essentially, the Global Entrepreneurship Challenge, the one that's already underway, was our testing of this whole business, of our whole idea. And now that we've seen that there is demand for students wanting to show their talent, wanting to express their creativity, we feel like we can start to expand and to actually make it into reality. Wow. So I, I think, um, Yusuf, you are looking at politics and um, philosophy at university. Ryan, you're thinking about business. Yeah. Um, what do you want to do at the end of your studies? So for me, I'm thinking after I finish Dubai College, I want to take a gap year and learn how to code. So okay. that's something that I've been interested in. But I also want to continue creating um, businesses and ideas. And obviously, th we've done all of this in two months. So wow. we started all of this two months ago. Yeah. So we don't have any clue where we will be in a year, yeah. where all of this will be our future ideas. We do, we do have a plan to start an online curriculum uh, like alongside all of our wow. on, alongside all of our competitions so like for our entrepreneurship competition as we mentioned we teach 40 students every week in Dubai College but that's only in Dubai College we want to basically create an online curriculum that all students around UAE um, who are entering the competition can use and so we started off with entrepreneurship competition but we want to have a curriculum for every single competition we do Amazing. and online or for free 
and, very um, impressive. And what about you, Yusuf? Are you thinking post politics slash philosophy degree? I'm honestly not sure. Like I used to be set on engineering, and then I got really interested in politics and philosophy. And now with this whole competition entrepreneurship, I'm thinking maybe going somewhere down that route. So as of right now, I I have no idea. I think the good thing is you two guys are always going to have lots of options. I don't think, you know, there's anything wrong. But what's interesting is we're talking a little bit earlier. And when I went to school and university, there was no sense or idea that I might be, be an entrepreneur. That didn't seem, I don't know about you, Jeff, was entrepreneur wasn't an option no, in the lawyer, career doctor, office. Yeah, all yeah. that sort of stuff. It yep. was just not a thing. Whereas now it's kind of natural that you guys are cool thinking thing now. about yep that as a career path and you're also doing the studies alongside it I think it's really interesting what advice would you have to anyone listening to this who's thinking about um, starting a company um, if you're our age I would say balance is key so we've done this alongside all our studies and made sure that that's also maintained um, a high quality um, because we realize that you need both and you can't always overdo something because then you'll see um, negative things come out of another aspect, such yeah. as your education. So, I mean, balance is key. So balancing your education, your sports, if you play sports, your music, alongside this passion. And, I mean, it's very tough. But if you have a desire, it should be fine. Like me and Yusuf stay up till one in the morning most nights just working on this. But What time did you get out for school? Six. Six thirty. Oh, my goodness but me. We have a passion for it. So we managed yeah, to find sure time. Do. You do indeed. That's, I mean, it's amazing. Um, we're, we're just suggesting, producer Noni saying, give you two golden visas right now. I think you guys have just, you know, we've got all the innovation and solutions. So, yeah. you know, I think we'll, we'll the start future the... future leaders. Yeah, we'll, we'll start the petition now if you want. You. Get them golden visas. And yeah. um, I really just want to thank you both for coming on the show. It's been really, really fascinating to talk to you. And yeah, best of luck with the competition. Thank and as you. Jeff says, if there's anything we can do to support, if anyone else... Just a reminder of where they can find the details. Uh, GlobalEntrepreneurshipChallenge.com. Uh, if you go on the website, there's an Apply Now button on the very front page, and then all the information is there. Very, and very nice streamlined. And the organizations are looking to reach out to us. You can find us on our LinkedIn at Ryan Malik and Yusuf Sia. Oh, well done. Well done, boys. I love it. Um, fantastic. Ryan Malik and Yusuf Sia, just a reminder, 16 and 17 years old, co-founders of Think Small. Think Smart. Thank you both for coming in. Thanks, Thank you guys. For having us. We'll Thank be you. in touch for sure. Thank you very much. This is Dubai Eye 103.8.